2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Tried to amend my carnivorous habits Made it nearly seven a day. Losing way without speed eating sunflower seeds. Drinking lots of carrot juice and soaking a
1: Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, game 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, September 2nd. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Lawrenceville.
4: Oh, wonderful Lawrenceville. Yeah,
1: man. Labor Day holiday weekend. Careful out there, but uh, yeah, you folks in Lawrenceville, what you got to say about them?
4: Oh, there's all kind of stuff happening in Lawrenceville. There's a lot of people in Lawrenceville. Yes, there are. (laughs) You go over there. Yes, there are. Um. You know, Every time you drive through, they say, Boy, when did this get here? It's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Really? It, it just keeps multiplying. But shout out to the, some of the schools out in that area because a lot of schools claim Lawrenceville as their area. You got Central Gwinnett, you got Collins Hill, um, you even got, got Archer. Um, so a lot of schools that uh, they claim them. I'm trying to think, maybe even Discovery. That's like four or five high schools that, that say, Yeah, Lawrenceville. It's okay, right? Yeah. A big area.
1: Uh, we came back with uh, once again if you're just waking up this morning and didn't hear the news um, we lost Jimmy Buffett passed away and and as written by his family the guy had he died the way you know <laughs> uh, most of us would want to with his family friends and I think somebody said with with with, with drinks and weed all around him he was enjoying his life he he, he, he carved out a brand, became that, I mean, just really occupied one lane, and there was nobody else in it. But I was thinking about this, too, and sort of tied into the loss of Jimmy. In addition, by the way, I want to just tell you this. In addition to his 30 albums, launched Margaritaville Records in the early 90s, wrote several fiction books, including bestsellers, Tales from Margaritaville, Sam, and Where is Joe Merchant? Uh, He was a part of films and TV shows, musical contributions. I didn't know he had a musical contribution, but it makes sense. The Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Urban Cowboy, cameos in Jurassic Park, NCIS New Orleans.
4: Yep, I remember seeing that episode of NCIS New Orleans that he uh, appeared in. Well,
1: I I was trying to think if there was one person who, if you had to pick, other than a family member, obviously, to talk about the life of, of Jimmy Buffett I mean, Garrett you know your two senses is appreciated here too if you had somebody that was going to speak at his funeral from the world of show business I don't even know if these two were friends but this would be the person I would think would do the do the best job of it and have that kind of connection to him Keanu Reeves what do you think of that
4: could be that you uh, know he's, a he's Hawaiian yeah. obviously
1: not not down there in Florida but you know, he's got that same sort of approach to life, it seems like, that laid-back, you know, even though he's got these crazy characters he's done as far as his career. But I, I say that because, believe it or not, it's Keanu's birthday today. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Keanu Reeves, are you ready for this? And you want to talk about a guy whose who's career and, and, and body of work, you'd like to say, i like his. Um, and he's one of them. He's 59 years old.
4: Okay, okay. So Man.
1: There you go. But, yeah, we are, well, wanted to – we started the show talking about Jimmy Buffett. Wanted to, uh, once again, just throw some music on there in case you didn't hear the news. And that's, you know, that's one of the giants. Yeah. I get it or not, man, whether you're a parrot head or not. You can't can't
4: knock (laughs) – There are a lot of parrot heads, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, they are. Yeah, they are, man. All right, Mr. Crenshaw. What is going on? What have we missed while we were sleeping or just what happened yesterday or locally here uh, in the world of sports?
4: Well, I don't know We you think we, we missed it because we covered a lot of it last night, myself and Chris Parker last night doing the scoreboard show. Um, just a, a great show, great time, some great contributors. Uh, Eric Slaughter was at a, a fantastic game that, uh, with Hiram in East Pauling City. Thoroughly seemed to enjoy <laughs> and, have a, <laughs> and, and have a good time out there. We appreciate him doing that. And those who also checked in with us from some other great games, we had contributors from the, the battle for the Golden Spike, uh, which Dunwoody won. They beat Chamblee last night uh, to win that down in LaGrange. Really good game down there with Troop against Callaway. Troop gets the win in that, that contest. We got some teams that are still, you know, undefeated. Oh, look uh, after this up. week. Oh, oh! I'm uh-oh. sorry. Je- Jesse that? just showed up. Really? I, I got I heard somebody coming in. I said, who is that coming in the room with it's you?" It's Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> what are
1: you doing, you, sweetie? Dog? Hello. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. Sam's talking now.
4: Morning, Jesse. M- morning, Jesse. Morning, Jesse. Jesse, now right, come on. <laughs> 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 Jesse, that's I want to. I love to start the we'll show here. Jump up on me. Yeah, Go ahead, absolutely, Sam. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Carrollton was the winner up at Rome last night, 33-13 the final score. And what a contest they played at Westlake last night. It was GPB's game uh, to start the season for them. John Nelson joined us afterwards. Westlake 46, Cedar Grove 41. uh, Outstanding ball game that was played down there. All right, there's some games coming up today uh, over at Lakewood Stadium. This is day two, of an event that Cam Newton organizes uh, in recent years. You're going to have Mays playing against Raven Gap. That's at 5 p.m. And then at 7:30, Langston Hughes, a defending state champion, against Butler, a team from North Carolina. Now, last night we caught up with Dr. Makia Troy, and she's the athletic director at Creekside High School. Creekside, Greg is out in California. They're taking on Modern Day on We the talked top,
1: about that. Yeah, they got that long trip. Yeah, okay. They went a
4: the long trip, and uh, I asked. I said, you know, you guys. He said, we already been there. They went to Roscoe's Chicken and wild. Did they really? But, well, you, you take go. a football <laughs> team, you take a football team to Roscoe's, man. Somebody better call somebody before that bus shows up, right? <laughs> uh, you, got old, right. you got some big old, you got some big old fellows that can put it away. Yep. Uh, but that's one of the things they got treated to uh, when they arrived Thursday. Uh, they worked out in practice yesterday, and they're going to play that game uh, this evening. Um, go out and see what they can do. Roll up your sleeves and go up and, and see what you do against one of the best teams in the nation. Uh, but congrats from the people at uh, Creekside, everyone that supported them. You know, it t- takes some funds, it takes some logistics. To get, uh, to get a high school football team all the way out to the West Coast to play. Uh, so they get a chance to make some history when they play that game. Can I ask you a question about yeah, this? Man.
1: Why yeah. does this seem to be the trend lately that these high school teams are going uh, cross country? Well, you know what?
4: Because, because you know what? And the guys probably know. You get If you have some players who are heavily recruited, they probably know one or two guys on that team. Um, because they get to know each other with these different camps and combines and clinics. The players get to know each other. The coaches exchange ideas now more readily so that they're – I won't say they're really closely connected, but, you know, their connection because, you know, everybody watches each other mm-hmm. and everybody pays attention and because you can watch them now. You can see them now because of streams and various things that are in place. Uh, you can get a glimpse of those other teams and say, hey, you got called call me up. I'll take a shot at you i go ahead and play you. Mm-hmm. And then back home, um, you talk with Chris Parker, there's some teams that say, well, I don't want to play these guys. They're going to make me look bad or whatnot. So your teams like your, your Bufords and whatnot, they end up you know, playing teams from out of state. It also helps them in, in, in regional and national rankings, places like USA Today 24-7, uh, places where the guys end up getting nationally ranked. So that all kind of adds into some of the games that we're seeing early in the season. And it also gets those teams sharpened for what's to come once they get into the region schedule in a couple of weeks and then playoff time. They recall some of the things that happened in a game like today. They got them ready for it so that's what's happening high school wise um, as we talk games to watch for today. Alright, college football so far this week Thursday night, Georgia State beats Rhode Island uh, 42-35 final score. Georgia State with the win in that one. Kennesaw State opens, and they had uh, one of their biggest student attendances, over about almost 6,000, I think, students were at the game, and they beat uh, they beat Tusculum 38-7. This is the transitional year for Kennesaw State from the F, uh, F, uh, C, FCS level to the FBS level in Conference USA. They're only playing nine games because they can't play for a conference championship. They cannot go to a playoff, cannot go to a bowl game. But their bowl game is every week. Their goal is to go 9-0. We see if they yep. get that done. They're off to a good start. Uh, Kentucky State beat Clark Atlanta 34-20. That game was played up in Frankfort, Kentucky. The alma mater kicks off the season with the win. Boy, it was tough, though, 21-19. West Georgia over at Limestone. Reinhardt gets the win. They beat Faulkner 36-3. Of course, last night we saw Georgia Tech fall. They couldn't hang on, and Louisville gets them 39-34. Coming up today, we know that Georgia is at home against UT Martin. It's a 6 o'clock start. The game is the number one team, two-time defending national champion Bulldogs. Uh, Mercer is at Ole Miss at 2 o'clock today. Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern. Yeah. Home <laughs> against – well, I'm saying that because we've got the Georgia Southern person on the other side of the glass. Um, playing hosting Citadel uh, today. Valdosta State, them folks from downstate, they're playing point at 3 o'clock today. Barry at 6 is hosting Huntington. Um, you got Savannah State is playing southeastern tomorrow Two teams from the state are playing tomorrow. Uh, Morehouse, we hope to hear from someone from Morehouse tomorrow morning because that game against Virginia Union, uh, the Black College Hall of Fame Classic uh, up in Ohio, they're going to play that game at 4 o'clock, and you you can hear that game here on Sports Radio 92.9, the game that's coming up tomorrow at 4 o'clock. And also tomorrow in Montgomery, Alabama, Tuskegee will host Fort Valley. That's a 7 o'clock start. That is the Red Tails. Uh, Classic, they name it in honor of the Tuskegee Airmen uh, Uh that they kick off the season with. So that will be taking place uh, tomorrow. So that's a little idea of local uh, college football action and high school action. And we got some folks that are doing well up in New York in the uh, U.S. Open. But the person we talk to next, coming up next, can elaborate on that some. But the ATL has been represented very well up there, very well up there. And uh, we'll talk about some of those folks uh, in the next segment, right?
1: Yeah, we will. Shout out to the folks that work at uh, in service uh, at Curry Honda. They're listening to us. Got a text from folks. Uh, they're heading into work, and they listen to us every Saturday morning. So
4: Good guys, morning. You
1: know, doing your oil change and working on your cars over there. Uh, especially, say, hey, y'all say hello to Sarah and Junior for me. Junior got the greatest NASCAR name ever. I don't say his last name on yet, but he, he just got a NASCAR name here. And at some point, Sam, we have to acknowledge, not now, obviously not the next segment, but... What happened in Nebraska this past week? Yeah. Because we talk about the football program and how they've become irrelevant. Well, the women's volleyball team have picked that up and run with (laughs) it. So we're going to talk about that coming up later on. But our our family member, Karen Pistaino, will be joining us next. Tennis panorama, getting us uh, just updates on what's going on with this U.S. Open. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Game 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. 92.9
2: The Game.
0: Atlanta sports doesn't stop for the weekend. Radio on the weekends.
2: And neither do we.
0: Keeping you up to date all weekend long. On the weekends, that's all I listen to really.
2: The home for Atlanta sports on the weekends. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, second day of September. We are here. Talk Braves earlier. This is the month. We want to see these guys just kind of get in the cruise control, get a slump, keep everybody healthy, and be ready for the playoffs. We'll get more in baseball later on, but uh it is now time. And by the way, Sam, as we, yep. we as we welcome our family member, that's what we're gonna call it from now on. Who's our cousin? <laughs> I could. <laughs> As we welcome my cousin on, I say to you, and 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 welcome your thoughts on this, happy 71st birthday mm-hmm. to
4: Jimmy Connors. Wow, man. Wow.
1: Welcome, Karen Pistana from Tennis Panorama on. Um, were they talking about that at, uh, up there at Queens, or did you have any thoughts that he was this old? And, and when you think Jimmy Connors, what comes to mind for you, Karen? Karen,
4: there's you there. Karen, you there? Yes, I'm here, guys. Okay, there I you Barely I hear morning. you, but I'm I'm here. Okay, okay, okay. Morning, morning,
1: morning. Yeah, good morning. Did you hear what uh, the question?
4: I did no, no I didn't hear the question.
1: Okay, I, I I as we brought you in and and Sam and I were coming back, I said to you as we welcome Karen on. I'm gonna say first happy 71st birthday to Jimmy Connors and your thoughts on this guy, this Hall of Famer, when he comes to mind. Okay, well, let's just move on. To the open. Okay, I, I don't know if we can hear her or she can hear us.
0: Yeah, guys, I cannot hear you. Okay. Really? i tell you what, oh, let's, let,
1: let's let uh, Garrett call you back, and hopefully the connection will be good um, when we call you back here. Let's see if we can do that, and Sam and I. Man, okay. listen, what are your thoughts? This past week, forget about the Jimmy Connors thing. Maybe that's what changed
4: <laughs> well, this well, Yeah, Yeah, well, I think this week has been great. Uh, the, the, the tennis and just the, the, the local folks. I've been keeping up with the hometown folks from Atlanta. You know how they how they've been doing and how they've been received. It, it's been like ATL has been very well represented. Players who live here, players who've grown up here, players who we've seen perform here. Um, really emotional departure for, for John Isner, uh, who played in his final match and a match that. Looked like he was going to win, and it kind of got away from him there. And uh, uh, saw so a lot of emotion, you know, at the end of that losing to Michael Moe, but still good to, good to see him you know, up there. So we got a number of people. Taylor Townsend is up there looking good. She's with Ben Shelton, who's still alive in the men's singles draw. They're playing mixed doubles together right now. And they're looking good right now. we got Alicia Parks from Atlanta who's still involved in the women's doubles draw. She's looking good, and everybody's watching. Uh, And also um, we got Coco Goff who's playing right now in singles and doubles. She's got Jessica Pagula. They're coming up later today. So, um, you know, some great, great stories, I think, with ties to the area uh, as as we watch the U.S. Open.
1: All right, you mentioned Coco Goff, which will be where we go next with our guests. We think we got Karen back here. Karen, good morning. Check one, two, one, two, three. Can you hear us okay?
0: Yes, yes. Testing, testing. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: Um,
1: listen, I, now we've cut into some of this time here. Let's jump right into it. And Sam and I earlier were talking about the week that Coco Goff had, not just her play, but the presence that she now shows while she's playing. Um, your thoughts on that and where she is right now?
0: I mean, she's she is so. How many 19 year olds, you know, are as, as poised as she is? I mean, she's been essentially uh, playing as a pro since she was 15 years old. And so she knows, you know, she knows how to, to, of course, play on court, but also be respectful of others and be calm and very adult. She commands respect. The fans love her. Other players love her. Um, And even during press this week, she talked about how she admires both the top two men, male players and Alcaraz and Djokovic because of, you know, how they, how the, their movement and how they play. And because of that, they had her announced Djokovic coming in behind her in terms of uh, playing last night. So it was really, it's really good to see. And the fans love her and she, you know, she's resilient and she has patience. You know, I can say this good overall kid, <laughs>
4: <laughs> fantastic fantastic when we were watching what she's been doing obviously still into this forest doubles goes too. with jessica pergula they're going to be in action later on today up there in new york ben shelton's been a good story of a kid who was born here and, and you know spent his early years here in atlanta and he's got a great mixed doubles partner in taylor townsend they look like they're a lot of fun to watch
0: yes definitely and both of them being lefties and good serving lefties Yesterday, I, they were out on Court 12. Court 12 maybe holds oh, maybe 5,000 people. They could have had a stadium that had 15,000 people, still would have been field full. Uh, so many people are going to watch them. I mean, you know, they're younger, and and Ben Shelton is you know the next big thing, so to speak, and he's got that booming serve he hit a 147 serve yesterday in his singles match <laughs> and and yes and in during media the media conference he was asked about it and he said yeah i did hit it but my dad wasn't happy that i was trying to show off <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> sam and gregs God, got to No, to reserve it to reserve the power yep Sam and
1: Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the game 92.9thegame.com. Last week when we had you on, and by the way, Karen will be joining us again on Monday, on actual Labor Day as we get through this weekend. There's probably been some movement and more stories coming up, so she will thank you again for joining us on Monday, Karen. Last week, though, when we had you on, I was curious about what we were going to see from Caroline Wozniacki. Coming out of retirement, yeah. right, like what six six ranked six hundred and thirty something in the world, but yet took the time <laughs> off, uh, increased her family, and she seems to be getting it done in these matches. She's into the fourth round or third round,
0: correct? Uh, yeah, in the round, yep, round of sixteen, yeah. and playing <laughs> and playing go go golf. I, it's it's crazy to think that uh, Wozniacki just you know came back, picked up. I guess she kept, she kept practicing. She kept practicing while yeah, she was, obviously. you know, raising her family and all of that, you know. And it's, it's surpri- it I guess it's not surprising, but it is surprising. And I don't know if you guys knew, but a couple, a few years ago, she ran the New York Marathon. Um, yeah. so mar- I guess her marathon draining out with her tennis, right? Um, you
4: know what, you know what, Karen, you know what, Karen, I wonder what Serena Williams is saying about this because they started out as rivals, but they became such close friends, uh, and yes. really, you know, rooted for and cheered for each other and each other's bridesmaids and each other's wedding and all, all that kind of carrying on. So I wonder how, you know, from for one mom who's come back to really have a great run at the U S open, here's another mom. It's out there doing it. I'm sure Serena is watching it with a lot of. With, with her, I'm with sure new, she with, is. With yep. her new edition, right? <laughs>
0: yes, that's true. Too. And my second daughter, yeah, yeah. So that, I'm sure this is. You know, I'm sure that Serena is very happy for for Carol Caroline. But I tell and, you. Um,
1: I I can't see a bigger match on the women's side. I can't see a bigger match short of Djokovic and and, and Alcarez in the finals than this one right here coming up because of the popularity of these two players, the stories behind them. Karen, this has got to be, you know, a center court primetime match. I don't know when it's scheduled, but it's got to be.
0: be. It's got to be the night match tomorrow. It's got to be. I I mean, it's. It's just you have the youngster, you have somebody returning. It's got to be. And, you know, Wozniacki pretty much is a a counterpuncher, and she'll retrieve everything, as people have seen with her comeback. She's still retrieving. She's still running around, making people run. And Coco's (laughs) never played her, needless to say. And so it'll be an experience for Coco to kind of figure her out.
4: I was gonna think about that as well, Karen. Talk about the fact that our kids had a chance to watch Coco. You know, she's had a mm-hmm. chance to really watch her and dissect her game. And Coco, I don't know how much she's watched. Obviously, she's gonna get some. You know, she's gonna go videotape to Miss equalize or some of the things she's doing lately. But she really hasn't seen much of it because she hadn't been out there. Yeah, it's
0: true. It's true. So she's gonna to have to look. Yep, go to YouTube or whatever, find some
4: video. <laughs> All right. So, so, so a lot of players up?
0: do that. Yep. <laughs> yep,
4: absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, who else is watching? you watching this coming on Is doing pretty strong. I see Taylor Fritz You're know, on the men's side is still in it for the U.S. Francis Tiafoe, uh, obviously there as well. Thoughts about the week that they've had?
0: Oh, yes. Well, just yesterday, four U.S. men reached the round of 16. Sadly, they're all, like, within almost the same quarter. But, I mean, between Shelton, TFO, Tommy Paul, and Fritz. And that that whole group of American men coming up, you know, it's been 20 years since the last American man won a major title. And that was Andy Roddick in 2003, the U.S. Open. So, you know, in some ways they feel the pressure, but they're doing well. We'll, we'll see what happens with them. And today, another um, American man could be moving into the round of 16, Michael Moe. Michael Moe. Um, he play. he essentially ended John Isner's single career the other day by beating him in five sets. So the American men are on the rise, you know, don't count them out. I mean, you know, for years now, oh, there's no American man that's going to win a major. But, you know, you never know with these guys. And, and And now we're basically down to one of the big three, so they could have some chances.
1: Looking forward to having Karen back on um, on Monday with us. Who knows what the story, the big story is going to be then. But, again, Karen Pistana, Tennis Panorama. Joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I don't know how to feel about what I'm going to ask you next because she okay. is an all-time great, but yet is, is there an argument that could be made that she should consider exiting stage left? And I'm talking about Venus Williams in uh, her performance. Yeah. Isn't that one of the, I mean, I realize it's blasphemous to suggest that, but you don't want, you know, this is, you don't want to see like Ali going up against Larry Holmes when he was toward the end there. It's just, it makes you kind of cringe. And and that's yes, kind of what I felt yes. this past week. Is that fair?
0: Oh, it's quite fair. Um, oh, seeing the match, I, you know, it, it was very strange for me because usually you see, even if Venus is losing, she's, somewhat in some kind of control, but it was like she wasn't there. I mean, I know people, some people said, well, I've never seen uh, Greek play this way, but um, I think it was a combination of her playing better and Venus not playing to where she could play, the level she could play. But yeah, but the thing when you, you get to that point in your career, it's up to Venus to decide when she wants to leave and she's definitely earned that. So as long as she's going to play, you know, she's not ranked that high. I think she's what in the 400 at this point. Tournaments will be happy to give her wild cards. She can play as long as she wants. They'll give her wild cards. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's totally up to Venus.
4: Yeah. Well, you know what? I know another reason she really wanted to make this uh, U.S. open because of the tribute to Billie Jean King. Uh, the equal pay is, is something that she has pushed forward during her time. Talking about Venus now, uh, very much. Yes. A, kinda, it's kind of carried that torch. So a little symbolic this week that she you would get a chance to play at a time when they would, would, honor, would honor Billie Jean King.
0: This is true. I mean, back in 2007, Venus uh, wrote a an uh, op-ed piece piece that was in a couple of newspapers, I believe, in Great Britain, and it may have been one in the U.S. Writing about equal prize money, so it is appropriate. It's a good point you make that that she would want to be at this US, play at this U.S. Open.
1: I when we come back here, and by the way, we 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 got to move on, but Karen is going to join us again on on Monday, and I want to ask you about the young players and Billie Jean King. And what that must mm-hmm. be like, you know, when they're in their presence and you've witnessed that. So I want to talk more about that. I have more mm-hmm. Billy Jean questions too. But uh, mm-hmm. thank you for today. Sorry about the mix up earlier. The question, the thing I was trying to get a point to you is, is today is Jimmy Connor's seventy first birthday. Yep. So mm-hmm. that would have been a nice lead into you and, and talking tennis. But that all got shot to hell. So we're just happy to have you. We're just happy well, to have welcome you, Karen. To, Welcome to radio. That's it's right. Stopping. <laughs> That's right. Karen, enjoy your time out there in Queens today and at the matches. And uh, we look forward to having you back on Monday.
0: Okay. Thanks so much. Have a good day, guys.
1: There All you go, Karen. All right, thanks, Karen. Panorama. Yeah, there's going to be some more stories to talk about coming Monday morning. And, so, and, and this was a weekend, Sam. If you had the access, if you had the credentials, if you had the tickets, well, if the credentials would get you in. Um, would you like to be there out there at the Arthur oh, Stadium covering that? Absolutely. That, absolutely.
4: That Oh, absolutely. You want to be in the middle of it. Uh, Very much. Very much. You know, I like the first day, though, right? Because you get in the first day and everybody's there.
1: All right. We are going to give you our thoughts on what's coming up today at today's matchups. And we're going to turn things over to the new and improved college football game time with John Fricky, Abe Gordon, and our own Gareth Chapman. That is coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 92.9 the game 929 game.com the Yep, Sam and Greg. It's September. It's the second day of the month. It's a Saturday morning. It is the Labor Day weekend. Be very well. First of all, have all kinds of fun. But yeah. Just keep in mind, there's you know, a lot of knuckleheads out there doing something you ain't supposed to be doing, like partying and then getting in the car. And so, just be very, very careful.
4: But let's all, uh, but let's also, you know, also uh, tip of the, the tip. Stuff too. No, but not just that, but to all of our essential workers and first responders who have to work. Yes. Uh, they got to work on the holiday weekend because they know there'll be knuckleheads out there. and they know, <laughs> yes, that, they do. Right? So, so the knuckleheads are going to be out uh, consuming some things in some quantities that maybe they don't normally do. And so our our, our law enforcement and uh, first responders have to be vigilant uh, for us. So we tip the cap to them yeah. uh, for the work that they are doing and will be doing the next, uh, next couple of days.
1: Uh, so, again. Just have yourself a wonderful time. We'll be here with you on Monday morning. We'll be in for actually when we do the Monday mornings, we're actually on for two shows, right? Yeah, we are. (laughs) Technically. (laughs) So you know, Steakhouse and the morning shift. So we, you know, we got you covered. Sam, I just did something Uh that you wouldn't think that I would be doing in this present time. While there is a strike in the film and television industry, writers, actors, they're still out, right? Right. I posted a casting call.
4: How'd you manage to do that? Well,
1: because there, you know, there are reality shows. There's commercials, a ton of commercials being shot all around. Um, they don't fall under that contract, so there is work that is still going on out there. Now, you ready for this? This I just put this up on Get Cast with Greg on on X. <laughs> um, it says, "Go big or go home." Game show casting call. Georgia residents only. Submit the following your name, phone, and current photo. Record a short video, two minutes or less, and you're going to answer these questions. Give us something about you. Why do you want to win? What would you do with prize money? And this is uh, connected with Peachtree TV, Atlanta's own. And you're going to email that to the uh, email address that I have posted there. But I got a flyer up on Get Cast with Greg there is a need for those of you who'd like to be a part of a game show. Okay. So it is you know, either, it, whatever it is, you're gonna get paid for it. Whether it's a walkout <laughs> role, an extra role, or you can be, and I don't know what this show, this show is about. This is all the information that I have. Go big or go home. And they're just looking for Georgia residents. So you'll see that up on Get Cast with Greg, on uh, what was Twitter, now X, and there you get, go.
4: Get, get involved with that, and you know, yeah. what, a, what, a, what a wonderful world. There you go.
1: Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to turn things over to Garrett and the boys here. Abe Gordon and uh, John Fricky. top of the hour for the yep. uh, new and improved college football game. Coming right?
4: up tonight here, we're going to have uh, Atlanta United. They're out in Dallas, um, and uh, it's 8.30. I think it's the, the uh, kick, in the pregame should be around 8 o'clock, and we should have it here on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Uh, so try to get back in the win column. They dropped one Wednesday night playing in Dallas. Hopefully we have a boom Yakimakis, that we can let <laughs> yep. people hear tomorrow war yep. Um, You know, hopefully that, that happens and they, they get, get back in the win column because since that long layoff um, for Leagues Cup, they have looked – A lot better. Um, Something that had happened during the rest of the season kind of reared its ugly head Wednesday night. Some late goals, late surrendering, late goals, and Cincinnati beat them 2-1. So see if they can shore that up. Um, You know, gonna have some players I think have been called up for some international play, so it won't be the full complement out there. But let's see if they can get out there and, and bring back bring back three points. That's what we're looking for.
1: You know, I forgot to ask something, Karen, and we're, I'm, I'm going to bring it up on Monday. You what? would not bring this up, but Why? I'm going to. Okay, go ahead. Because I'm just curious about it, because it has been noted that some of the players are dealing with something up there. And, again, it's New York, right? And so I'm just trying to think of this combination. Plus, I'd kind of like to be in the stands when it happens. But some of the players are dealing with and complaining about the fact that you, you got folks in there burning them. They're firing. They're firing up big fat spliffs. You know, but you but you know
4: what? The, the the conduct The conduct has been a thing that they've noticed. First of all, uh, with some of the matches that run along, the, the, and it's the nighttime stuff. It's not the daytime, but the night and the nighttime matches at New York have always been kind of special when you think about it. Um, but the, you know, there was one match they were playing, and the people wouldn't stop walking. You know we talk about that yeah, was a time you you know when once the play starts everybody stands still you know the, usually and I'm like once again where the ushers man where the ushers at to tell people you can't walk you know we need some good church ushers at these tennis matches you to let people you can't come in during this time you can come in at this time no you cannot come in now and don't let them in well but, what about them know,
1: going to concessions is that but but they, they, they go the concession,
4: to concession well, good concession but I mean get your concession when there's a changeover you get to go back to your seat. And, and, you know, who knows how much they're paying for them nachos up there.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm man, telling I, you, my like Montego Bay, you know what I mean? It's a big time up there. <laughs> yeah.
4: And yeah, well, well, if they're doing that, then that's why they got to go get the nachos, exactly. right? Exactly. So they're going to
1: keep walking. I can't find the nachos <laughs> over here, man. Where they put the, where they put that chips and that cheese. <laughs> and so, I got to get back to my seat. That's right. And where my seat go. <laughs> man. <laughs> ah, that's got to be fun up there. That has got to be real fun. Um, but listen man this is this is one of those days that people X on the calendar you know the the, the first day of football in this case college football I mean and, and the you know what have, have you day, ever you have
4: you ever seen and it's kicked off with you know our, our, our friend who you know lived in Atlanta played in Atlanta went down to Jackson State down to Colorado I cannot remember a time when all the promotion for a game has been a team against a coach all the promos have not been TCU against Colorado it's TCU against Coach Prime. I've yeah. never seen people market that, but that's how it's being marketed. And what people expect to see, I have no idea. I don't expect to see you know, much as far as the game goes. You got TCU, the last time we saw them, they were getting boat raced by Georgia. Whoever gets off the bus is gonna get it from them. You know, it really just happened to be, it's a Colorado team, this group of guys, they've been kind of thrown together. I mean, and you can say that, and he's been talking a good game. I, I, you know, maybe they'll be competitive. You know, I, I don't, definitely don't look for Colorado to win this game. Uh, but, you know, hey, he talks to talk, as always. He, he backs it, you know, and he's been able to back it up. That's a trademark of his career, Deion Sanders' career, be it as coaching or playing baseball or football or or, 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 or fishing or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever he's passionate about. Uh, but that's what's kind of kicking off the day. And so people are going to tune in to see what it looks like. You know, that's star
1: um, power, man. That's what that is. That is well, star he, power.
4: Well, he is the outlier and he gets away with it, you know, more than anybody else. No, no, don't, don't try this at home. <laughs> you know, <'cause laughs> yeah, It's I not, it's, it's, it's not going it to work with for Sabin.
1: you. We've seen it with Saban and I do remember some matches when it was Saban and Urban Meyer. They pushed that, but that would probably be the closest thing that I can think of um, as far as college. Um, urban but 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 you
4: also knew about the teams you knew they had good teams they were both great teams with the coach this is a game where they're promoting TCU a team that played for the national championship last season against a coach against the coach <laughs> that's, that's against the coach that's who, that's the how they're promoting it brought, the
1: way, how, if you've see, you seen it though the new aflac commercials
4: Yes, and and, 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 and and shout out to Affleck. They, they, you know, you know, Gary Stokin told us about that. You know, they they rang the bell for New York Stock Exchange yep. remotely from Mercedes Benz Stadium yesterday morning. Um, uh, <laughs> Jeff Schultz, friend of the show, uh, longtime columnist, was at the game last night at Mercedes Benz Stadium. He said, "Well, you know, we were here for Chick Fil A was sponsoring this thing. You know, Gary Stokin would give us all that card to get that free Chick Fil A sandwich." Yep. He says, "I was hoping to get some life insurance." <laughs> but, but but instead, we got this stuffed duck. We got this little stuffed a duck, stuffed duck, gave duck. That's they gave everybody. what Everybody
1: says the same thing. they missing them cards. <laughs> I said
3: yeah. that when Gary Stoken walked by, uh, it yeah. was at uh, the SEC media days. He yep. still had a couple of the extra Chick-fil-A cards to hand out <laughs> because the news that they transferred over to the afla kickoff game, that's when the news came out. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, look at this. Yeah. And then he's yeah. like, ah, oh, you get some life insurance for me? And he was like, ha, good one. <laughs> I'm like,
4: eh. That's the sponsor. You yeah, sure. man. Come hey, on, hey, man.
1: Listen, while Give we got something. you here, this, this is like our crossover. But Garrett, come back in here. And without giving away too much, where are you guys going to focus on as far as the college game um – the, uh, I want to say it right. College football game time.
3: College football game time. When well, we got four hours. We got four hours. So we're gonna. We we have ACC conversation. We got SEC conversation. We got national conversation. Uh, Brandon Adams is joining us at nine twenty from Dog Nation. He's gonna talk a little dogs as they, uh the University of Georgia is looking to win their third straight national title. I mean, it's week one, baby. It's week man. one. I've got my college football
4: shirt on. We're ready to roll. There you go. There we go. There we go. There we go, man. It's um, gonna be great.
1: And by the way, I haven't asked you this either, Sam. You guys were part of week two of the high school scoreboard show. How did everything go last night? Oh, Before great! We get last on out night. of here,
4: man. Great last night. We couldn't have Garrett last night because he was over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but we still had a had a great night, uh, great conversation. Uh, we picked up more on that conversation about high school NIL. We talked about that in reclassification that's coming up, so we were topical as well. And like I said, we caught up with with uh, Dr. McKee, a Troy Athletic Director for Creekside. All the way out in California. So if you missed us last night, plus Rex Robinson was our school day's guest. Uh, had some great times talking. I was ask you about yeah, we had a great time talking about his time at Marietta High School and a kicker. We usually don't put a kicker on this, but this is a, a kicker. We, we talked a little bit about his college experience because when he was in college, he was a member of the Playboy All America team. Not once, but twice. Okay. I said I know it's a high school show. We're not gonna talk about that a lot, Rex. He says, Hey, I think the statute of limitation is run out. Yeah, that exactly. Rip. Um so, so we we had a good time chatting. I with watched last a little
1: night. was it Westlake and last night?
4: Westlake Lake and West Lake and and Cedar Grove.
1: Cedar Grove. I watched it, I had that on TV. I was watching some of that last night. They you started the football me, they
4: started the football game and a track meet broke out. My goodness. Yeah, they did. They were, they yeah, was up I and down the say
1: Westlake, please.
4: Yeah, that that was a great, great ball game last night.
1: Sam Greg, sports radio, 929 the game, 929 the game.com. So, um listen, you got a full you got a full day of college football going on. We'll see. Nobody's expecting any hiccups from, from Georgia. Um we'll get an update tomorrow on what's going on with the uh, with the local teams. Okay. But we still got
4: Braves out in we LA. Got, I was gonna say we got
1: the Braves out there in LA, and I'm already getting pictures from a tailgate up in Ann Arbor. Whoa. See, this yeah. is why this is why I'm here <laughs> with Jesse. Ain't no way in the world you get me waking up at dark thirty in the morning up there. And by the way, folks are putting on big coats
4: up there. Yeah, how about that? They they, they didn't see the that?
1: calendar. It was like September second, and they know the heat that we got down here. No, they're already putting them in the winter. I do not say the winter coats. but yeah, but fall coats.
4: It's a little brisk this morning. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yep. Yeah, you know. They're you know. They late. got uh, they got East Carolina to kick things off this season. We will see how they how they do. Yeah. The, man, the, the, week, the man the 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 man the man in the khakis.
1: No, you know he's not gonna be there. Oh, that's right. He can't. He can, he can be. He can. He. He's coached them all week long. Now he got to go sit up in the press box or at home, whatever. Um, him and him and Fab Five basketball coach and and watch the game because he's out for the first three games. That's just you know. How do you feel about that? He's doing, anyway, what gotta,
4: doing what they got. Doing
1: what they got to do. Um, happy 86th birthday to uh, Peter Ubaroth. Man. Yeah. The guy who was probably one of the biggest sports executives in this country for a period of time. Got the Olympics here in 84, then took over Major League Baseball for five years. Would have been John Thompson's birthday today, man. Terry Bradshaw, 75. Mark Harmon, 72. Happy 63rd birthday to Eric Dickerson. And also happy 60th birthday to a former co worker of ours, Minnesota Timberwolves uh, ex-coach Sam Mitchell.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah Shout out. Birthday today, happy man. birthday, coach.
1: Yeah, Lennox Lewis, 58. Selma Hayek, 57 today. Very much, very yeah, much. Yeah,
4: buddy. Yes, indeed.
1: And uh, you ever heard of a guy named Kurt Simmons? Yeah. He played for St. Louis. Mm-hmm. This dude on this day gave up home run number 400 to Ernie Banks. Okay? Wow. I say that because he also gave up home run number 400 to Willie Mays.
4: <laughs>
1: I'd like to have that on your resume. Uh on this day, President Bush jumped out of a plane. He just said, I'm dumb. i bail bailed. Seriously, no, though. It was yeah, yeah, it was during the uh it was in the Pacific Theater while he was in the war. Everybody knows this, 1944. President George H. W. Bush bails from a burning plane. Well he wasn't uh, president yet. No, no, but you you know who I'm talking about when I say No, absolutely. That got absolutely. Attention. Absolutely. Um this was over the Pacific. And don't ask the question, did he make it?
4: Because we all know. We all know. Wilma Rudolph one home
1: one she won her first gold medal on this day in the 60 Olympics, got the 100 meters.
4: Tennessee State Tiger Bell.
1: I figured you liked that, too. Yeah, that And today was the day General Sherman put a torch to Atlanta, Ooh. marching through on what was called the Savannah Campaign, mm-hmm. and I leave you with this, a phrase that we all know, but didn't know when it happened, walk softly and carry a big stick. It was said on this day at the Minnesota State Fair by President Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. Talking about uh, national duties. This is what we should do. And everybody to this day still uses it. Anyway, Sam, listen, enjoy your day. Garrett, have a great show. You, Abe, and John Fricky. Uh, we will be looking forward to talking to you tomorrow morning. And the rest of you, thank you for letting us be a part of your day. It's Sam and Greg. We'll be back tomorrow morning from 6 to 10. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.